So, Paul, we you gonna get this started, or are you gonna take all night, or? Wow. You told me to read this, and he's reading it. I'm reading it, so you have only yourself to blame. Dave read an entire book before you did. Drink more, Dave. Mine's bigger, Dave. Mine was longer. Mine had more words. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Dave read an entire book before you. Ah. This is Anthony Spey, artist on DC Comics' New Year's Evil and Crimes of Passion, as well as Lady Death and Zenoscope Comics, and you're listening to Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Hi, Paul. I am joined by three guys that are not sure of, well, one guy not sure of his age or how long ago Jimmy was 12. <laughs> it, involves, it involves math. And I didn't know oh, Jimmy the math. was 12. The math. The math I'm thing. sure I would have probably like made him eat dirt or something. Yeah. All right. We got Dave the Mad Hatter, the Confused Hatter. Confused. Confused Hatter. Breathing. Or Darth. <laughs> Darth Hatter. <laughs> And uh, Jimmy Kimmel, almost live, and Whiskey Josh. How's that? Whiskey Tango Foxtrot Josh. Ooh. Because I feel like you make me say what the fuck more than anyone on this podcast. Wait till he says I'm going to do this real quick. And Isn't that the point of the podcast? Later, he's still doing the, uh... No, if we, if no we... the point of the podcast is for me... To make then fun why don't you just find of three other Jimmies and do a podcast called the Four Jimmies? No, you've got a, you already know another Jimmy with your same name. No, it has different opinions. But uh, I just want to harass the three of you and aggravate you. That's all I'm in this for. That's I've right. gone numb. It doesn't bother me anymore. That's right. I just, I just, yeah. Wanna, see, I've known him I too long. I just want to be reminded so. that other people are at least reading these books because uh, it's driving me nuts reading the books by myself. So and trying to we, talk to Joe as so. as Whiskey Josh <laughs> says. That's the that's, that's the, the problem. Right there. You're talking, talking to, to Joe. <laughs> we we are going to discuss some comic books that came out on March 31st. Yes, we are. And uh, I guess we are still in the midst of King and Blackness, but we are we are seeing some light at the end of the tunnel. Yes, yes, we winky, are. Winky, winky, pun, pun. Uh, so we'll start off with our King and Black crossovers because we don't have any Spidey stuff. So we'll start off with Symbiote Spider-Man number five, our ending by Peter David and uh, Greg Land. So you had a lot of problems this is with fucking this. annoying. I'm okay. sorry. The ending of that where he's just like, yep, you don't remember it. That is fucking so <laughs> fucking <laughs> stupid. But convenient. And we have very much Peter Davidness going on. Where I get, I guess he is Rocket there. Uh, yeah, and he's like Guardians. Of, we're the Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey, I like the sound of that. You know, that's all just typical of that. I think what I, I hated about this is they spent four fucking issues trying to defeat Mystery, and then it's like he's back, and it takes him three pages to job him the second time. 
Yeah, but this time they had the sword, though, right? And they knew how to use it. Which... No, they didn't know how to use it. They just accidentally used it, right? Okay. Um, but this, of course, plays into what's going to happen next week with King and Black yes. 5. Yes. So, so. so with that, I'm okay with it. Yeah, it's good. I, I like this a lot. And we will be getting more symbiote with Spider-Man. With Hulkness? Is that what I'm to um, believe uh, with the big green fist? I, Peter David, it makes sense. That would be the Hulk. I mean, it has to be the Hulk, right? <laughs> so, yeah, yeah it was, all good. It was definitely good. All good. And the art was fantastic. So. All right. Well, sticking with the King and Black stuff, King and Black Ghost Rider number one by Ed Bryson, art by Help Me Out There, Paul. Uh oh oh, I have the variant. Uh, Juan Fregera. Fregera, yeah. Fregera. Yep, his art's yeah. always solid. This no, no, this art was very. That was the first thing I was like, art's good, you know. So Johnny Blaze is trying to round up all the demons because there's been a leak because and, they're rebelling, and he's got, and he realizes he's in the middle of something totally fucking different, and he's dragging around Mephisto, Mephisto with a chain. <laughs> true, true story. Yeah. Right there, dragging around with the thing. Chain. I thought Mephisto whole... was in uh, Las Vegas. Well, this, that was this, a while th- ago. This is gonna explode. Oh, that's this... right. Wong's running that hotel now, right? Yes. This if it's is still even if it's Steven still there. This is gonna explain how he kind of breaks free. Yeah. Um. So they go about it. The other ghost riders well, they... and caretaker all show yeah. up. They're and, able to expel. And then someone. we have um. To Danny. Danny, yep. Shows up, and now he's, um, shit, I forgot his name. I just read it. I forgot his name. Yeah, the last time we saw Mephisto was in the, uh, Death Rider. Conchu arc of, uh, No, the last time, the last time we seen Mephisto was, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, the end of the Kindred stuff, because Strange shows up and is like, what the fuck is with Peter Parker's soul? Yeah. Um, but But they're they're, they're able to- So Danny, Danny Ketch now is Death Rider. (laughs) Well, yeah, that happened cool. in the last uh, Ghost Rider mini. Okay, that would explain it then. Remember, he he, he was. Uh, it's when, uh, oh, when uh, Blaze was fighting for the King of Hell throne, and but anyways, anyway. they, they they find out that uh, Lilith. The only way that she'll stop this is if he restores Mephisto back to the throne. That's when he had yes. the crown skull, right? Yes. yes. That was pretty cool design. Um, So he he does that, and they're like, listen, you have plenty of stuff to do up here. So, in the epilogue, or is the second epilogue, I don't give a fuck about the two women in the yeah, in the bar. Uh, They're like, hey, are you they keep, they keep one of the symbiotes to destroy, and they're like, hey, are you going to destroy that? He's like, no, no, this is going to come in handy later. Right. So, Mephisto has a symbiote. Yes. Which, okay, I'm okay with it. It's going to be cool. Whatever they do with it. So, yeah, this was a great little... So he's going to turn it into Spawn. The Spawn is Satan. What if that's how they introduce Spawn to Marvel? Into the Marvel Marvel. Universe. Uh, Do you have any King of Black, Davey? No. All right, then I'll do mine quick. King of Black, Return of the Valkyries number four. And this is by Jason Aaron. Do we have Sentry yet? <laughs> we we do. Okay, but this is um, all over the place. It is. This whole there series were, has. There been. were a couple good parts, like when the rest of the Valkyries are in Valhalla, and like we need to help 
our sisters in life, even though we're dead. And that old Valkyrie bursts in is like, this is this is a fool's errand. We'll surely fail. But I'm old and foolish, and I say we fight anyway. Which I thought was I thought that was good. Um, but the rest of it just seemed inconsequential. They literally say we need to steal this power from Null that he doesn't even he's not even aware that he has. Okay, so then who fucking cares? But the uh, the headless celestial kind of pulls uh, Jane Foster into it, and she's in sort of this dreamscape where she's reliving her childhood. She sees her teacher that kind of shaped her childhood, and then suddenly her dead child walks in the room. And is like, oh please, we can we can make all this a reality. And she's like, no, I know my son's dead, and I would like him to be alive so that he could live, not for my benefit. And then it's like, well, hang on, we can also resurrect the sentry. And she's like, no, you know what? At this point, I sort of realized that we just need to free these souls and let them move on to the afterlife and not try to pull them back. So they end up freeing all the souls, including Bob Reynolds. But they're like, yeah, fuck it. Just, you can be dead now. We don't care. And that's kind of the end of it, yeah. So is that the death of the sentry? Uh, Well, he already died, but, like, this is him being, uh, like... They're doing what Valkyries do, and they just sign it, free the souls and help them on the well, Yeah, because I thought they ripped them in half in uh, Thunderbolts. Well, they ripped his, his body in half, but he's been dead since King of Black number one. Yeah, King so. of Black number one's yeah. where he got torn So in this, half. his soul was kind of held hostage by this undead celestial, and they basically convinced the celestial just to let these souls go to the afterlife. Because they were going to try to steal the soul back and put it back in the body. But, but the like, celestial is, like, human-sized and looks like one of the robots from iRobot, that well, terrible Well, it's, it's sort of like projection yeah it looks like that yeah it was a weird this wasn't bad but the ending was kind of lackluster and it's bringing back to valkyrie so yeah that that's one good thing all right that it for king and black i think so that is no 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 we have oh more oh this is that is is a king and black all right hi i'm dave hi Hi, princess beta ray bill number one bye Art, uh, art and story by Daniel Warren Daniel Johnson, Warren Johnson, friend of the podcast. Colors by Mike Spicer. The colors and art in this are fantastic, amazing. Um, this is my pick of the week. It's not even fucking close. I have to agree amazing. with you. I was, I was really amazing. up in the air. I loved this. This was great. I love this, and I'll I'll tell you what what actually even makes it even better is the interview with Walter Simonson. In the end. Oh, yeah. 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 It's almost it, better than the story itself. It I, is, yeah, it Walt is Simon's really good. Because Walt one of those guys is like, loves his work. And like, and, I've only yeah. met him once at a con and like, he'll, he'll loves, he loves to talk to people about his work. Like he's, he loves his work. So like, it isn't like his job. He's doing it because he enjoys it. And like, he was there kind of, through all of it. I mean, he was really young at the time, but like... Well, he's very similar to when we talk, you know, our story with Bob McLeod. Bob McLeod, yeah. It's very... Yeah, because like when he's going through all that stuff, I was like, oh, this is like what Bob was telling us I, in, uh, in the interview. I do have one big problem with this. So, Barry Bill... Get, no, he, he gets all pissed <laughs> off. He gets all pissed off because Thor swoops in and saves the day. He was getting his ass thoroughly handed to him. Yeah, yeah. Like it's You're not wrong. It's not like he had him on the ropes. Well, he's and a proud warrior. Thor swooped, swooped in and hit the you know hit the finishing blow. He was getting pretty handily whooped. Uh, well, I think what this is shaping up to be is him sort of questioning his place. This, this is going to be because he's he's mad that Thor usurped his his chance at glory. Right. 
He's mad. He blames Thor for his inability to save the day because he destroyed Stormbreaker, and he also is literally unable to perform in the bedroom with Sif. Um, well, he can. Well, he she, could. He can, she, but she, she's like, I ain't fucking. She a horse. ain't all about the horse dick. <laughs> um, I have a massive problem with this, though. In this panel, his helmet is knocked off, and then when he shows up again, he's wearing the helmet again. Well, maybe he what picked kind it of back bullshit up? is that? He Other than up. no. I'm, I'm kidding. Off panel. Uh, yeah. Everything about this was fucking amazing. I loved every second of it. Uh, I loved. I mean, other than other than that, once again, Fin Fang Foom was just jobbing. I don't understand what he's supposed to do. Um, this was amazing. This was one of the best things I've read in, in a while. I think this is going to be a great. And we got to see mini. Scuttlebutt again. We haven't yeah. seen Scuttlebutt yeah. in so long, and we're getting kind of backstory of on how Scuttlebutt came to be and how Bill came to be. Yeah. yeah. How he was basically transformed into an, into a normal Corbinite into his freakish face. I mean, it's just his face is kind of goopy. The rest of his body is just jacked Corbinite, right? Um, but I, it's also kind of it's, it's also kind of sad too. I mean, oh yeah, this is fucking like, gut. Like, Beta Ray Bill you, always you was a sad he's character. Kind of a tragic you th- you character. think Sif yeah. would have you know been okay with? <laughs> you would, you'd think that, yeah. But, you know, horse you know, face I think it, means. I think I think he he would have actually got a pity fuck. Well, I but he 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 got all emo and decided to storm out. You, you know you know why Dave likes this so much. The ugly guy, almost there. Then they see the face and realize no, can't yeah. do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, pick of the week, not even fucking close. I I, I don't know what my pick of the week for this. Week uh, is, I think I'm going with Josh on this one. I, I really don't. That this was this was a tough. That's this is uh this is a. When you have two Donny Cates books, two Tom King books, a Daniel Warren that, Johnson book. And and there's there's uh yeah oh yeah because he didn't get to the fucking well I didn't I didn't I didn't get to uh, I don't think I introduced myself yet. last time but uh, hi I'm Jimmy hi, hi Jimmy. Jimmy Silk number one of five uh I, the only reason I read this is because I got it the Scotty Young cover I think I'm gonna keep reading this this was very very good so one of the things I liked about this is they didn't make jonah over the top in it like i think in the spider-man books they've almost been it made him a character yeah they flanderized him yeah he's he's very classic jonah yeah. in this um what i love about it is you know it gives you like a brief brief of hey this is what silk is and they move on they don't dwell on the backstory at all um but She's finally got her first job at Threats and Menaces, and on her first day, she goes to a murder scene. They realize this wasn't a gang or anything like this. This was some sort of beast, and by the end of it, we're starting to piece together who the beast is going to be. I don't recognize the character because I don't know a lot on the back lore there. I think this might be a good one, a a new one. But, Um, But regardless, this was fucking excellent. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I'm definitely going to read number two. Uh, that's all I have for Marvel. I don't know Marvel? Marvel. No, I don't. I didn't read the Avengers. Cur- I started reading Avengers: Curse of the Swamp, uh, the Man Thing, and I don't recognize any of the characters, so I don't care. Okay, no, it was a big book, so yeah, yeah. X Men Legends number two. So you got caught up. I did. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. This should be on my pull list. This is well, well, not to make sure, um, but that's what I. Th- it's everything I told you it was. Oh my god, it, it's yeah. absolute nineties X Men. 
Yeah, like, well, it's, like it's Fabian with Brett Booth yeah. art, right? Yeah, yeah. like it's I just mean, like they never left. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but like in the in this, because I guess we're gonna go to a different arc next time because they're bringing X Factor back. But in this one, it's uh, Scott and Alex's half brother, Adam X, which we haven't seen since the Extreme runs, and how he's finally breaking free from his lineage and you know the the forsaken one or the 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 destroyer of the Shi'ar empire he wants to get away from that and he does basically um but does he because at the end and i like how they ended this one at the end we see him being watched by mr sinister but it pans back even further and somebody's watching sinister and instead of saying the end, it says never the end. So you you know where this is going, by the way, right? Well, hang on. What was that next page? I didn't read that. That was some a H- lot of Hickman, Hickman bullshit. I think oh, I think no. it's the Summers lineage. Oh boy. Yeah, it's it's the Summers family tree. You, you know right, you know right. where this is going, right, Dave? Next is going to be X Force Legends, and then X Factor Legends. Then Excalibur Legends. And then X-Men Blue Legends. <laughs> There's sucking, nothing legendary about X-Men They're sucking Blue. you back in, Dave, just to give you the good old fucking. But, no, seriously, this this was actually a really good X-Men story. I enjoyed it. And uh, we also got, like, not only, like, it, it this these two issues, and I don't know what the next one is going to be, is seriously the summer's story. Like, you have Corsair, and you have yeah. the grandparents, and... Mm-hmm. Oh, that makes me just not care at all. I, I loved it. On and DC? the best part about it is they make... <sighs> no. Yeah, he's not done. He's gushing. He hasn't gushed let about an gush. X-Men you, you... book in Wait, since... you read the first one. Yes. Do they not make Scott out to be the biggest fucking mushy pansy there is? Yeah. 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 Like, it's a character of Scott. Like he's all emotional and shit. It's great. All righty. I hit you with a don't care. On to DC. And on now DC. we're on to DC. You guys ready? Mr. Do, DC. Do you feel better now? Future State, Superman versus Imperius Lex. This was the only one out of all, pretty much all the Future State worth reading because of Mark Russell. Uh, did you what, read this? Yes. This was fun. I, I liked it. I enjoyed this whole series a lot because it still captured Superman being sort of Superman. Yeah, there was a really good part so, where where basically this is the story where Lex created that superpower source and was going to basically sell it to the United Planets for millions of credits. And then Superman ends up kind of discovering a, an well, he he, and, he he synthesizes it and it yeah, just makes it available like, for everybody, like, okay, which well, negates. Yeah. Lex, Lex is basically useless at that point. And he doesn't that, have a, a, a way to And that buy was in the second issue, second I believe. And so in this one, I they're be- like, all right, well, listen. I love we, that we because that's the, a Superman thing to do. They bankrupt the planet, essentially. Yes. And, and the United Planets are like, all right, well, fuck them. And they're like, well, no, we're going to have a lot of refugees coming from that planet to United Planets. We need to help them find their place in the universe. And the Thanagarian um, representatives like, look, they, they killed people on our oh. survey team. Uh, what, what, why do they deserve mercy? And, and Superman has a great line where he says, nobody deserves mercy, and that's what makes it mercy. Um, later on, Lex is kind of on Lex News, which is kind of like the 
his plan, his version of Fox News, where they're like, you, you're saying that we're having record, um, what is it, rising uh, income averages to 20,000 20, credits. But last year, it was over 40,000 credits. He's like, yeah, but before I came to this planet, no one was making any money. So technically, it's record-breaking if you compare yeah. it to when nobody was making any money. Right. Um, ultimately, um, his little robot buddy ends up reprogramming the, the deadly machines that were in the first issue to start kidnapping uh, the denizens of that planet. And Superman ends up saving the day like he always does. Lex gets thrown in prison. And his little robot buddy who always loves him, even though he made him the scapegoat, is like, yep. Lex, you're not the ruler of a planet, but technically the cell that you're in is kind of your own planet. And who knows? You may be here for hundreds of years. You could rule this, and I would be your faithful servant. Yeah. Um, it, it was a lot of fun. It was very, I, very I, Mark Russell-y uh, halfway through yes. this, but it was well, really it, enjoyable. It was, yes, but it was enjoyable, and it was still it still had a feel of... Superman. Superman, yeah. He nailed the characters. So a hundred percent, which is um, like this is the one thing with Superman, like I am missing because it's like nobody's they're not trying to do this. Lois Lane, where she's like, I've been to Lexor twice now. That makes it one more time than Hawaii. You owe me a trip to Hawaii's uh Clark, and he's like, All right, we'll go. It was it, it was comical. Like everything yeah. was perfect. Yeah. Um and that's that should be the last future state. Yes. The only uh, regular DC I have this week is Flash 768. Uh, that is my only other one. I fucking hated this. The beginning I hated. Nope. I, I, I hate the whole concept of it. Where? Because once again. They passed the they passed may- the title of Flash to Wally West and eme- like the first page is like, I don't want it anymore. I want to be with my kids. Get, get rid of the power, Barry. And it's like, what the fuck is even going on? We but finally he- get you back and now you're just but a sad sack loser. Barry, who just spent. What fucking twenty issues trying to stabilize the speed force and get that all in order again? He's trying to understand this new speed force. So it's just like, oh yeah, I've done this before. I mean, it's a totally new speed force, but it should be the same way. Yeah, and you know what's gonna happen? Barry's gonna fuck something up with time, and that's exactly what fucking happens. He sends Wally to the fucking. The plan is that Wally wants to retire as the Flash and live with his family without any powers, so they have to run as fast as they can so Barry can break his connection to the Speed Force. And at the last second, the Speed Force strips the power from all speedsters except Wally and pulls him into dinosaur time, where a Velociraptor gets the Speed Force powers and they have to, like, run away from him and shit. And uh, and then he gets pulled through time once again and he, he's in the body of, of Impulse in, in Impulse's time, like in the 30th century. Yeah, I, I didn't care for this too much either. The beginning was really the worst part. I kind of liked it a little bit when, when I don't know, when the Flash was doing a little bit of Flash stuff. But uh, there was a weird thing about the art where they put, like, a highlight around everyone's character. Yeah, like a blue, like, kind of glow. Every, yeah, everyone had it. I don't know what that was about, but some pages they didn't have it, some they did, but I don't know where the fuck this is going. Just fucking let Wally West do Flash stuff instead of this bullshit, like, he's instantly, I don't know. I, I, I didn't like this either. It wasn't great, but the beginning was really the worst fucking part for me. Really disappointed. Yeah, I was looking forward to this new, like, I'm like, okay, I wasn't happy about Barry going, you know, fucking off and exploring the whole Omniverse, but... I got it, and hey, maybe we'll get a cool mini series out of that. But yeah, I was totally okay with that. And then suddenly, I'm like, okay, like, all I right, could, we're 
He may, has the mantle we'll have... now, and not one issue does he get to be a proper Flash. It's he wants to give give up the Flash all of a sudden. It's like, what the fuck was the point then? Like, yeah, well, wasn't digging it. On the block label, have it in your hand. You might as well do it. Batman, Catwoman, number four. Wow. I fucking yeah. love this book. Is this hinting at, and I don't know if this is going to be the case, but it seems to be hinting that Joker and Catwoman were in a relationship. Almost. Well, it, I'm, I, I'm because taking when, it Because when Helena's was, going around interviewing You mean at villains, one point? Yeah. She's like, some of them like, look, some of us were, we were pretty much good friends. We were kind of in a revolving door in and out of Gotham, and no one was closer to, to Joker than her. And, like, they kind of have a fight between but, but it was always implied Batman. that they, their relationship was different all the way back in the wedding stuff. So, yeah, I'm sure it's just a, a red herring sort of thing, but, yeah. or, or or a subverting expectations sort of thing. But that seems to be what they're they're hinting at. But um, Phantasm shows up and basically kidnaps, or is like, "You're my hostage now." Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's either gonna have to choose between you or the Joker in the present. Yeah. And meanwhile, in the f- in the in the future, oh, in the future, her letting her cat just fucking kill, kill the penguin, one of penguins. Penguins. Well, I think she kills the penguin there, but we only see the cat kill the actual yeah. penguin, and that's kind of like that, him, him that's betraying right, us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But oh, this is it was really good. This is yeah, yep. this is really. I good. was showing this to a friend of mine. And I'm like, they're like, because they they're again, it's the same person I recommended Miss Miracle to, and they're like, I get hung up on the art sometimes. I'm like, okay, look at this art. Now, keep in mind, as I page through this, you're going to see Catwoman's ass at some point, and lo and behold, we see Catwoman's ass at some point, as we have yeah, in every we issue, but... Yes. Well, it's... I was like, this it's, is... The, that's you're this the only artist. one really having an issue with seeing no, Catwoman's ass. It's a great ass. Like, that's this Play man. artist's Play man knows Play man how to draw nice ass. I just wanted to prep them for it before I so, showed them. So, from one Tom King book to another, Strange Adventures number nine. This is amazing this science fiction. This is great. Oh. This was so fucking good. I am so. Com- <laughs> I have two theories on this. This was so. It's either going to turn out that there's two Adam Stranges, or okay, oh, hold on, right. hold on, seriously. All right, I'm going to let you finish, but I have questions. Go ahead. It just it just seems like there's two different like there's this dopey why 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 did you put this out? We were friends. And then there's this like hard case, super fucking. I'm gonna torture a pick to get the information I need out of him. But you have to remember that was after he was imprisoned for what eighteen months or something like that. I don't know. I just wasn't he because time was all time gone. was all wonky. Yeah. But like he grew that glorious beard in that time. Yeah. So this is the one where the story gets leaked that essentially he's committed war crimes. And people are defending it by saying, well, look, he's trying to defend us. Well, no, no. His wife comes out and spins the story. Yeah. Beautifully. If if the superhero thing doesn't work, she has a great job as a PR agent. Yeah. Because she fucking turns public opinion like that. And they're like, well, yeah, you know, it was it's kind of fucked up what he did, but it's war. And if someone needs to do what it takes to keep us safe, he's we, the one that did we're it. We're glad he's here. And Mr. Terrific is watching this it's this report getting, and just fucking smashes a, a glass bottle in his he, hand. And he's brooding harder than Batman. Brings. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, yes. Superman comes to talk to him and he's like, "Look, man, I'm not the bad guy. You are because you didn't come to save us. I begged you to come help us and you didn't show up." And it's like, 
Well, okay, he says well, that to Superman. Superman, Superman yeah. yeah. That's what yeah. I, did I say Superman? You said you Batman. Said Superman says it to you. I thought it was Batman. Didn't he say Batman? No, no he, he said, said Superman. No, I said okay. Superman. You're hearing yeah. things now, you old bastard. Yeah, he basically is oh, trying oh. to. He like he's aware that he <laughs> did horrible things, but he's like, I did these horrible things because you didn't. He's basically oh, trying to pass. The although the daughter away. being alive, seeming less and less, seemed less and less likely. But yep. I mean, we have three more issues. Well, so. I tell you, through this, I almost was like, "Fuck, did he kill her?" Right? Yeah. Like it. Some, see, I was getting that more than your. There's two of them theory. That's what I'm kind of thinking. Um, that maybe I'm she almost got caught like, in crossfire and. and a, well, e- a little bit of either that, that theory, or Batman getting shot in this one kind of could foreshadow could, that. could foreshadow that you're right yeah you know I don't know I, everything's fun. kind of up in the air still and I feel like it's going to be that way till the final issue which is kind of annoying as long as the next two issues are good but it, it kind of seems like we've been waiting for the shoot but it's to also drop. a tom king thing right. <laughs> everything I mean, comes uh, together did, in the did, last he, issue he did it with mr miracle he, he did it with all, everything <laughs> yeah, i mean mr. he's miracle doing was, it with he's was doing excellent it with... the whole way through like this is good but like i'm waiting for the fucking shoot to drop here where it's like what the fuck what, well, I mean, what's the deal here? he's doing the same thing building with anticipation i understand yeah. Yes, and he's doing the same thing with Warshak. Absolutely. Yep. Again, I I don't know what my pick of the week is this week. It's fucking difficult. Yeah, because this, because yeah, those those last two books easily could could have been absolutely. the Beta Ray Bill easily could have been. All I've got is uh image, I think, for Indies. And now we're on to Independence. Well, then correct? we can do our one aftershock book then before that. All right, I'm uh, fine with that. Nuclear, nuclear family, family number, number two. two. This, uh, this, this is right in the running. This, this is absolutely this in the was running. fantastic. This is the one where they're in the shelter, right? Yeah, yeah. So and then they get out of the shelter in this. Well, the at the end, the the army comes yeah, in. Yeah, the army comes in, starts calling commies, and it's the same thing. And, finally and they're, they're like, like, "What are you talking about?" And finally, they're going around. They're like, "Wait, they have coffee? We haven't seen coffee since I was a kid." They're like. Look at all the stuff. They're like, our meters well, aren't showing wait, any radiation. Were they in the shelter or were they just in the house? Well, they were just in the house at this point. Yeah. No, I bet. But I mean, did they ever make it no, to the shelter? No, they were in the shelter. And then they came okay. came out. And these soldiers like, well, we can take the mask off. Well, here it's his buddy. He's like, holy shit. You know, he's like, I don't, I don't know who you are. He's like, we went to yeah. school together. He's like, yeah, the commies taught you right. So he's getting all these details right. And he's like, it's like. It's me. You were there for the birth of my children. It's like you you were there when this when, happened. When this all started to happen. You were like, you know, so I saw like, you right before. He's like, yeah. whatever. So that they, they yeah. put put them in the van and everything and they go to this, yeah, this huge underground city bunker that started as just a military base, but evolved into like an underground city. And yeah, they go whole, over whole basically yeah. Russia flattened the US. They dropped a bunch of bombs and they're like, How did you you know you build this and finally the daughter's like wait dad what, what year, year is, is this and, and she's like, freaking what, out she's like, what yeah. are you going on about like what year is it finally this uh general that they meet with he's like well it's 1968 and the dad's like you mean 1958 he goes no you don't even know what the year it is it's 1968 well because for but them when it, all this like it, instantaneous. It, it was instantaneous so he's yeah. like so now the only question is what have you been doing for the last 10 years I fucking love this. This, this was this, so, uh, this is a solid please, book right now. Please aftershock. I know me and you have had our disagreements, <laughs> but do not aftershock the shit out of this. This is this is solid. You have me hooked on this series. I'm 
I'm ready. Yeah, this this, this is, was excellent. I in mean, fact, we sold out of this. I had to reorder. Yeah, I, I, which is I, great. I don't I don't doubt it. Like I said, this again is in my running for pick of the week. Right. On the image. I, I only have two for image. Two moons, two. Anyone else read this? Yes. No, I didn't get to it. This was not as good as the first one. No, this this I'm kind of on the fence if I'm going to continue reading. Um, He is uh, Virgil Morris, the Native American guy. Um, The, the Pawnee guy is is basically taken in. He's going to be court-martialed. They tie him to a tree, leave him out in the rain and stuff, and he has a vision a- of... After, after deciding whether or not they just want to hang him on by themselves. Yeah. He has a vision in the middle of the night of this weird Native American spirit wolf creature who's like, look, uh, you're going to need to look for the the man in the sky and he's going to kind of tell you what to do next. And then suddenly in the middle of the night, uh, lightning strikes and I don't think they're Confederates. They're just part of the whatever the irregular company is. But they, they rescue him like, we saw you shoot one of your own men and we're going to get you out of there because it's some crazy shit and we're into some crazy shit. And on the way back to their camp, there's a guy hanging from a tree, and that's the man in the sky who starts zombie talking to two moons, and he's like, "Look, uh, you you're you're not done here yet. You you need to sort of embrace your your. There's bigger things coming for you, and um, when you need to act, you'll you'll know." And so he steals a horse when he wakes up, and and goes to find the Irish nurse or whatever. And she's stopping, like, some woman from being kidnapped into, like, sexual slavery or some shit. And eventually Virgil shows up and she points a gun at him and is like, look, I don't need your fucking help. He's like, yeah, but I need yours. And that's kind of the end of it. It was... Okay. I'll give it um, an issue or two more because the first one was that good. Yeah, I'll definitely give it three um, read, but now it's kind of teetering. uh, It was hard to follow what was going on about halfway through this. Especially when when they got to the town with the whole like the gang holding that woman ho- holding the town hostage like kidnapping that whoop and I was like what the fuck does that have to do with anything? But Shadecraft number one. This was excellent. The, this okay. was good. So this we this is by uh, Joe Henderson. Yes, is yep. a writer and art by uh, Lee Garbett. We sold the hell out of this book. We had we had pre sales like crossover numbers. Like it was fucking crazy how much of this and people kept coming in all week for this. I, book. I can see why this this lens. This a, was this, really this is an good. E- this is an easy recommend for people that like it, uh, the Sabrina. And, the and uh, did you see who this was? Um, like what? Uh, you remember what else they did? Well, the writer. He's the one that did uh, Skyward. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. That the backup pages say that they wanted a character, and to, as much as. You, I was it just you and I on Skyward? I like when the Skyward. First word, um, this feels stronger. Like this is, to, and yeah, to it make does. everyone feel better, this is a normal world, so we know how they should poop. So get that out of the yeah, way. Yeah, you're the only one that was wondering that. So uh, it was a fucking good question. But this, this, this is a a our main character is we'll just say afraid of her sh- her own shadow and rightfully so. <laughs> yeah. That never was until one night it attacks her own. That was okay. So I, here's the here's what I have I I critiques about this. She kisses the one guy that she's friends with, whatever, and then her shadows attack her and she freaks out, runs home, and the next day the entire school knows about it before she even tells anybody about it other than her mom. 
Like the next day, they're teasing her and literally well, doing shadow puppets on the wall. No, I thought she, no, no, no. She, she tells says her other she, friend, and she's, that she's they overhear her in class, and yeah. then they fuck with her. All right, well, you must have skipped a page. Um, yeah, maybe I did. Uh, but, but we find shadow, out we find out who her shadow is. Well, no, we find we find out there's another sh- that it wasn't her shadow that attacked her. It was just shadows that her shadow. Is actually her brother that's in a coma, right? Which was, I mean, it was contradictory. Yeah, but also I yeah. thought it was a, a good, yeah, cool, yeah. Good, I'm good like twist. The only other thing I had a problem was with the way the mom reacted to her daughter going into her son's room. Like I understand her mom seems to be taking care of full time her their her brother because he's in a coma, but like she went in the room just to talk to him and she's like, "What the fuck are you doing well, in this room? I th- I How th- dare you? I you th- don't wipe his ass like I do." I think it's because she kind of has dark humor about it. And I think that's why her mom really doesn't like her being in there. Probably. I didn't read the supplemental stuff. It's but, just um, talking about how this is a project that they want to do around the same time as Skyward. And, well, after what yeah. they needed, what they wanted to, you know, they were though, afraid yeah, they were definitely, because Skyward actually was successful for them. They were actually afraid to do, you know, they didn't want the Cinderella thing to happen where it's like, Oh, your, your second no, I, outing. I, I like Skyward. Falls flat. Um, I kind of wish there was more of it because it felt like they just tried a couple ideas and then it didn't end very strongly. But mm-hmm. um, well, hopefully that doesn't happen with this. Uh, no, I'm definitely going to find out. I'm definitely going to very strong yeah, beginning. Definitely, yeah. I'll keep reading this. All right, is this it for us? Oh well, no, you got. <coughs> go ahead. You got a pile here. Oh, just two. Okay, you, well, go you, ahead. You didn't read this. I didn't get to it. Oh, this was. This is a same, this is a one off. Once he thought he was getting away from it, they reeled him back in. This was fucking excellent. Uh, <laughs> this was really, really good. This is uh Department of Truth. Is this seven? Seven, yeah. yes. Yeah, yes. seven. Now the next issue starts the next arc. Well we kind in of this find issue out we find what, out a lot what? about Doc uh Heiner? Hein Heinen or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And we find out how he got into the burrow and... Yes, yeah, so he, the, <coughs> the the G-Man shows up and is like... And we find out a little bit more about the They're sitting the at a and he's like, Hey, are, you look like you're meeting someone, kid. He's like, yeah, you too. He's like, you here to meet Doc, Doc whatever his name is. He's like, well, he's like, well, no, I am him. You can see the, the FBI agent. He's like, fuck, how old are you? Fuck. Oh, I'm 17. How old are you really? Really 15. And he breaks down this theory about the men in black and what they are and kind of connects through this comic book he's doing, or it's almost like a newsletter. It's a newsletter. Of, But he wraps his magazines in foil. In foil to protect them. Right. In foil. <laughs> but at the beginning, we see him in the future talking to Lee Harvey Oswald. Right. And he That's has how his, it starts off at Harvey's. And he has, his he-, he has a tinfoil hat on. And he's like, sure. no, you don't realize... Like I need this, and what we find out is every every time these people that are exposing UFOs and stuff, they get a visit from the Men in Black, but they're almost non-human from all these descriptions, and these terrible headaches go with every time they see them, and the and the agent at the beginning is like, "Well, I'll tell you what, you ever see one in person? Give me a call. We'll talk," and just gives them a business card with just a number on it. Well, sure enough, that night they show up and they're basically like, listen here, motherfucker, you're going to stop writing about this. You're going to forget this ever happened or it's over. 
and they fuck off in a spaceship and he obviously calls so i think that's kind of set up our second arc this was this is on par with like number one and two that like it it grabs your interest like okay like okay now i'm well, and, and that's kind of cool that they are able to break away from the main story and give us some background stuff, which, uh, again, with the, the one before, yeah. which you didn't care for. But it was it was beginnings of Illuminati stuff, mm-hmm. which I thought was cool. Um, and uh, I yeah, I will read this because I want to read this. But again, before. we don't know. Yeah. Are these are these men in black real or is it just another manifestation? Because all these people believe it. Right. But yeah, this was excellent. Last book. No, I have two more. Go ahead. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll save this. Oh, do you want to save that for last? Yeah, we'll save that for last. Redneck number thirty. Oh, oh. This is this is the end of an arc. Which the next arc is the final arc. Oh, I'm not okay. <laughs> I'm not okay. When I flip that over and it's like everything. Get out must, the whiskey, Josh. <laughs> everything must end. I'm like, no. he's ready to drink the bottle. No. So this picks up where the Elder Council. Uh, I, I need, One for each hand. I might need both. Um, oh, there's, a, there's a double chocolate stout over there. That's <laughs> my double chocolate stout. It's been there for four months, That's Dave. That's right. That'd probably be good with the screwball. Uh, but the the, uh, the the council shows up and they they're there with um, JV and all of them. They're like, listen, your Greg is in with. Greg is in with your dad and, you know, the first vampire and he's kind of undercover and kind of gives the backstories of how that happened. And he fucking lays waste to to the head elder. He's like, listen here, motherfucker. He's like, I'm going to help you. But when this is done, you leave my family the fuck alone. And if anything happens to Greg, I'm holding you personally responsible. And he's like, because Greg killed an elder, um, vampire in uh cortana or yeah i think that was his name uh the punishment is supposed to be death but they're like listen someone was gonna have to kill him anyways do this and and for all intents and purposes you're dead but you do this you'll redeem yourself and jv and bartlett's like well we killed our we killed the old man he was an elder and they're like well here's the thing he's really not dead so then we switch over to uh, Greg being undercover and they call him out. They're like, listen, did you really think we won't fucking know? And he goes on. He's like, you're going to tell your dad all this. You're going to tell tell your dad that we're coming. We're going to raise hell and there's nothing you can do. He's like, fine, fine. I'll, you know, I'll tell him at word, every word you said. He goes, he goes, oh, oh, no, you're not. And the myth, myth the magical gun that they have, he blows Greg's head off on the last page i'm like holy shit so this last arc is going to be an all-out vampire war which i am all for this is my pick of the week talking through it there i'm like okay yeah this is probably a little bit above everything else this was this was absolutely excellent um i don't think it's picking up until the fall so the rest of you motherfuckers have uh have a couple months to catch up on 30 issues that you should be reading anyways Crossover number five? Five. Five, our penultimate issue of, of the, the first, first arc. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of lost interest in this. All right. You're done. <laughs> That's all I got. You're done. <laughs> wow. 
after this issue have lost interest. See, with, yes. with, <laughs> with, with her taking up Valifax and everything. Seriously, like, I love this issue. Oh, this was fucking phenomenal. So when everybody asked me about this in the store, I said, they go, how is Crawl? I said, and I think I'll leave this as my review. It makes you want to read number six. Yeah. The next one. With the way this ends, I'm excited about reading the next and issue. And Sidorsky is writing number seven. He is now the actual, because I guess orders went in because I was on Pollbox. He's the listed author for number seven. So I wonder if that's something Donnie's going to do is going to be. Each maybe, arc is going to be a different writer. Maybe the first arc. Maybe he's gonna have Zidar. Maybe he's gonna have a couple one-off issues where, but oh, so that him and Jeff Shaw can can do the next arc. Yeah, then. maybe there's gonna be like a one-off kind of. Well, we'll talk next week about Silver Coin because there's something else going on with that that's almost similar. Yeah, so. but oh my god, this that I mean, they found their way through and. Yeah, but when uh, when L is when L well when the little girl like starts going going all Super Saiyan, yeah, and like, there's nothing we can do to stop him, and the preacher son's like, "Fuck, I can, I can," and he realizes that's what he was put there to do. Um, yep. Oh, this was so fucking good. Yeah, like I said, this just makes you want to read the next one. So, I I, I had it on there. And for that reason, I'll put that as my pick of the week. Because again, it, uh, I, it finally it. brought it back up to. It, it was. It was. I want to read the in, next issue. It was definitely in my running, but so. I, I think Redneck was just a little bit better. All yeah, right. you can plug your mic back in now, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the comic portion. Now we're on to Meteor. Marvel announced Moon Knight is coming back in July with the new creative team. And contrary to rumor, it does not include Donnie Cates. Jed McKay will be uh, taking the reins of Moon Knight. So uh, the future projects of Donnie Cates are kind of dwindling down on what the rumors are. It's going to be ASM. I'm still holding on for Fantastic Four. I think I'd rather have him on FF before ASM. Let him do FF and then ASM. I'm okay. Could be the no. new Hulk book. Uh, no. Marvel let him have his fun. They're like, we've now given you two events in the span of a year that have overtaken the whole Marvel universe. We and let you, we did let you Marvel well. So we they're okay books, with that. But yeah. you know what? Here it is. Here is the fucking D book. Because you can say what you want about all the other ones. ASM will always be the book for marvel eh okay i mean he's not wrong i look whatever spider-man's cash cow literally more which than is why you don't need donnie on it that's why they left a terrible writer on it for 10 fucking years nope they're they're ready to bring it back to its glory all right we'll see that's my theory okay i'm, I'm, I'm okay with that um well, I guess on to TV, Meteor, and and comic book related. Anybody watched the latest episode of Walking Dead? No. No. It oh was. My gosh, please let this show fucking end. <laughs> so I it don't have to. Li- was, I don't, I, it's oh the, my it's gosh. The, it's the season finale. It was the season finale. 
of the postseason. Plus, it Until was they the here's the fucking show in black and white, and then you guys are gonna watch it all over again and be like, oh, it's the unprestigious. It was the I, here's I, Negan I, I, episode. They they did the here's Negan. They actually did that as all one episode. Oh, really? That's cool. It was fucking great. It was p- possibly one of my most favorite um, Walking Dead episodes ever. And yes, if they re-released the whole series Lucille, in black and white, I'd probably do the first four or five seasons over again. Lucille was played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan's actual wife. Oh, that's cool. Which she was awesome. It, it was really cool. It was really good. Um. Oh, anybody else watch Godzilla vs. Kong? I did. Did not get there yet. I watched it in theaters, in I, fact. You saw it in the theater, you know? Because uh, you can rent a theater, and it costs nothing to rent it. In <laughs> fact, the tickets are cheaper than they were pre-COVID. So uh, me and Joe and the gang, about probably 10 people. Thanks for the invite, Dick. <laughs> yeah, I would have. I might have gone. If I told you that Joe was inviting you to anything, would you go? If it was Godzilla vs. Yes, Kong. Yes, because we're just going to sit and make fun well, of Joe. They, they want to do it again for Mortal Kombat. So if you guys want to see it. I'll fuck with that 100%. And it's only $9 a ticket. And it's in the theater with the heated seats, if you need heated seats. It's the nice theater. It's at the flight. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Me and my other buddy were definitely in for Mortal um, Kombat. I, I, it was fun. Kong, spoilers. Kong is bitch made and gets his ass whipped the entire movie. So it is. Well, no, well, no, well, no, no. Kong, Kong gets he, round two. No, no he they no, even said that. Listen, Kong gets round two. A character says he gets round two, and then he literally dies of a heart attack two seconds later. What what I didn't like about this is in the second Godzilla Warner Brothers movie, The King of the Monsters, it shows him jobbing King Kong like it's nothing. It's like, oh, now you're going to drag this out for a whole fucking movie? Really? There's a scene where Kong Look, is in chains on a... Uh, I, I, like I, I a, also seen it. Like a carrier yeah. ship. He, he can't break out of the chains. Meanwhile, Godzilla is tearing through battleships like they're fucking toilet paper. Yeah. Um. So look, I just wanted to see Kong Godzilla and because, Kong, King Kong fight, Kong and I got an that. <laughs> that was powered by Godzilla's breath. It's like yeah. you need your opponent. Wait, what? Yeah, dude. Look, there isn't. There is a Hollow Earth where yes. there are. There's like a pantheon made from ancient King Kongs. It's the. You need to really shut your fucking brain off for this one. Uh, yes, which and then ignore the entire human element because all the humans are fucking doesn't matter. They don't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. No, the fight scenes were, we're awesome. great. They have a at an axe. Oh, it gets worse. Powered Did you by... see the last Star Wars movie? No. Did you? No. Okay. There's what, a scene. What last a, movie? The last one of the tr- of the latest trilogy. I I didn't hear what you actually said. I. Kind of was so, over the reveal. So this, the, the scene in that movie where they have the key that they hold what up. movie series? That's the part Star of Wars. Oh, okay. Where they hold up the key and it's like in the shape of the mountain range where they have to go on that planet that's just oh. like super coincidental. Yeah. Kong finds a fucking axe that's like made of wood and stone or whatever, but it has some like the, the weird veiny things in it. And he just happens to find in the ground an axe-shaped hole and sticks it in there. And then suddenly it powers up this like fucking ancient technology dude it's the most fucking 
the stupidest thing ever, but it was awesome. It was a popcorn flick, and as I long as it's a that. popcorn flick, I understand that. The monster and you fights, just want to watch the them fight, which were I did. A lot of fucking fun. It's enjoyable. It's it's enjoyable if you King don't Kong think is, about is it. The main character in this one. Oh, kind of watch it through yeah. his perspective, but um, everything else was just like you go from like in the previous movies that were setting up this universe. You know how I knew this movie was going to be shit. The, the second they had. They announced that Adam Wingard is going to be the director of it. He is the king of taking established movie universes. Well, it wasn't and just shit. Being, it wasn't yes, shit. it was. It was hands down the worst of the Warner Brothers movies. There was a, there was a, a leap in technology that made no sense, where they literally have like hover helicopters that are powered by like fucking dubstep or whatever the fuck they are. Oh, do you know what his then, next project is? Do you know what know what his next you, project? You know what is? Blow, and again, do you to, know what his next project is? It's it's a sequel to Face Off. No, well, is it? Yeah, yes. well, but it, they Before just announced he's doing watch, Thundercats. Yeah, and he's gonna fuck that up too. He <laughs> did. He did how that. can you fuck up Face Off? It's a terrible fucking movie. Oh, that's a Don't horrible. Don't you ever movie. say that's a horrible movie? I love Face, Face Off. Off. Face great. Off is oh, fucking terrible. I love that it was movie. Awful. I saw that in the theaters it's, too. You also think Ang Lee's Hulk is one of the greatest films? Whoa. No, I never said that. Again, I never said that. Do you know what his big call of fame Take is? It in- Everyone know what Adam Wingert's big call of fame was? Blair Witch in 2008. He well, made the fucking a fucking sequel to the Blair Witch Project. The, the scripted sequel. Yes. I like the scenes in this movie. Yeah. but There was I mean, three the of thing, those, wasn't the there? The whole thing was pretty on, inconsequential. Is that the, the one that goes cares? back in time yes. or whatever? Oh. Yeah. Like, the second I seen that, I'm like, oh, Warner Brothers, you were doing so good. Because the second one was the director of, uh, oh, a lot of the X-Men movies. He did X2. He did uh, um, Apocalypse. X2 still Brian Singer. But he was like the co-director on it. Oh. I don't Well, yeah, because I Brian Singer anyway, well, doesn't he, direct. He a, but a anyway. Writer, yeah. You like King Kong Godzilla? The, the original one from 1963? The, 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 per, the perfect description. Somewhere around I watched there, yeah. that probably a few months ago. This is probably, in the, my opinion, one of the weaker fun. Godzilla movies. I mean... It's still better than the fucking piece of shit they did with Matthew Broderick. With Matthew Broderick, well, of course. But again, well, because that was a role in Emmer. They did with yeah. Brian Cranston. Disaster. That one was horrendous. The one they did, King of the Monsters. That one was pretty good. You didn't like the the, the first... one with Brian Cranston? Yes. No. I thought that was pretty good. No, the one with fucking uh, with with literally Pietro and fucking Wanda Maximoff as a married couple in it. No, that one was fucking awful. That's like one of the most highly regarded no, Godzilla didn't films. Didn't like it. I didn't even you see, just like being contrarian, don't you? I didn't even, I didn't even you? see uh, well, he does Skull hang Island. Out with Joe. I didn't you even see Skull with... Island, but um, I like this movie. I mean, if you ignore everything other than just the big monster fights, yeah. it was. It well, was that was the, the, the wife's part... like. She goes, "I think you have to see the other movies. These characters were in the other movies you to don't. understand this." You I don't. said, "I'm good. So I'm getting it. There wasn't movie. much story. I just yeah. wanted to see them fight." It looked great. Had a lot of fun with it. It was it was cool. Any of the other monsters in though? In the very beginning, they're showing they're showing Godzilla's hit list and And Kong's hit list. It's like it's like March Madness. Oh really? And then it just comes to they. I'm I'm not kidding. That's what they do. And apparently, King Kong or uh, uh, Godzilla kills Mothra at some point off screen. During all this, because didn't they have Gidra? didn't they? Um, wasn't that in there too? 
Uh, oh, dude, you just saying Gidger yeah. just totally fucking fried my brain on what the character's name is. Regardless, anyway. I'm, I'm over oh, this. Oh, Rodan. Um, Wasn't it Rodan? The one with the three heads? We, yes. No, that's, that's King Gidra. Ghidorah. We have, Ghidorah, we have, fa- we have found out that uh, for season seven of The Flash, uh, Jordan Fisher has been uh, tapped to play Bart Allen. So they're also making Bart Allen black now. So it's not. Oh. Uh, what? Huh? Uh, it, it's comic books. If if yeah. you have a little red tint in your hair, you're black now. Ginger, gingers <laughs> yeah, don't exist. You're not in wrong. Com- you're not wrong. Um, I I personally like Jordan Fisher. He he streams a lot with uh, some bigger gamers as well. He's he's funny. I'm uh, like four seasons behind on that show. So this season's actually been pretty good, and I just I just seen that. Was it CW's trying to lock lock Grant down for like? a lifetime contract that basically this show is going to be like the backbone of like there'll be other movies, but he's going to be the flash pretty much it on TV. Was Glee a CW show? No, no that was, that was Fox. a Fox. Oh, okay. I was going to say that's what he's originally from, right? Grant Gustin. Yeah. Yeah. I believe so. Um, it was announced this week that uh, John Romita Jr. is back as an exclusive I, artist I, for Marvel. For Marvel, yes. Um, Meh. Yeah. It, it's cool because, I mean, that's where his best work, I mean, quote-unquote best work is. But So we're not going to get another Superman year one? Oh, we can only Come pray. On. Come on. Um, Lucasfilm announced Star Wars 1313 will release this holiday season for all of our gamer friends. That's been in development for what ten fucking years, Dave. I, thirteen, thirteen. I, the last game I followed was uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, unless it's Knights, of, I don't give a fuck about or like, which was uh, a total letdown because I expected a the, World, the World of Warcraft stuff, type thing. Yeah, that stuff's fun. Yeah, the, the the MMO that came out was great as a single player game. Yeah, yeah. Just like what the fuck is the point of the MMO then? Because I played it for a couple months and it was all right, but like the MMO actually sucked. But that's all I have for Meteor. I believe. Um, Did we talk about Pierce Brosnan being cast as Doctor Fate? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Hmm. I, I kind of feel like I need more dancing Baron Zemo in my life. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't see the latest. Episode. I was taking the internet by storm. So. I think I I think I got it. Got what? He's figured I, out who the power broker. is. I know who the power broker is. In what? In Falcon Winter Soldier. Oh, the Falcon Big Bad. Yeah. Gotcha. So, spoiler alert, Sharon Carter shows up in this one. Um, and she's basically like, listen, you and Cap fucked off and left me to run on my own. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's like, yeah, but I was on the run, too. She's like, you were on the run and then dead. She, she's like, So she wasn't blipped out is what I'm taking it from that scene. She's like, I've been on the run this whole time and I still can't go back. And... Uh, if you notice, and I think we've discussed this before, Apple has a very s- kind of petty thing they do with their iPhones. They do not allow villains to appear on screen with an iPhone. Sam, iPhone. Bucky, iPhone. John Walker, iPhone. Sharon Carter, not an iPhone. Android, bitch. <laughs> 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 All right, I guess. I'm not the. No, I seen that. I'm like, okay. 
I'm not the only one that's noticed it. I, listen, after WandaVision, you had a prediction for every single, after every single episode, I don't think a single one came true. None of them came true. So, it literally was... Well, it's not those my, are good theories. It's not my fault but, that fucking Marvel didn't have the balls to pull a trigger and do anything fucking... <laughs> still, still. I want look your, the predictions you had that you, that you the ones you saw I mean, online or whatever. That, I would, would be... love to have seen those. Everyone would have loved to seen fucking Fantastic Four show up or any of their fucking crazy shit. I mean, but... and Disney Plus just got onto Comcast this week too, or last week. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. They're now added on on there. Um, I, I still have to watch last week's episode, and I'll probably watch tomorrow with both episodes. So yeah. Um. Okay. He dead. Did we talk about George Segal? No. No. Yeah. He just. He. I can't remember. If we, I can't remember if it happened before. And I guess this week, uh, the latest uh, episode of Goldberg's. I think they did a, uh, retrospective, Four. with him and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, big deal. He was yeah. awesome in Goldberg's and um, just shoot me. Yeah. I mean, you know, the TV stuff that he did. He was great. Uh, Academy Award nominee. Um, yeah. DMX all but dead. All but is that is that what's going on now? Well, he's in a vegetative state. Well, no see, shit. It was weird so. because that was originally, and then everyone's like, his family, his agents, like, no, no, he he did have a heart attack, but then there were then they were leaking reports that he was taking off life support, he was breathing on his own, and then last Sunday morning, his his uh, I heard his they a- corrected that saying they never took him off life support. Yeah, and his agents like, oh yeah, he was he was responsive again this morning. So I'm like, fucking DMX is never going to die. Took enough coke to explode his heart and he's still good. I, I hope uh, he pulls through. Apparently, but last uh, no. I heard he's in a vegetative state. Well, the, like, the reports are they did all kinds of testing on him this week and he's showing no brain function. Yeah. So. You, yeah. So. So apparently, you know, you can't just do coke and nothing but coke uh, and your heart won't take it. So. Well, no, because it stops. You drop. Shuts you down. Uh, and. Opens up shop. Nah. Yeah, I heard that it was. It took him so like thirty minutes no before they could to get you. him to uh, start <laughs> no. breathing again after his cardiac arrest. So, unless he's an organ a donor, time without oxygen. So I don't know. We'll we'll see, but hopefully he pulls through. Yeah, I, I mean, it sucks. Uh, I have a friend that he lives. He lives. Uh, I guess he lived for a while. DMX lived in South Carolina, and he went to a place where my buddy was a cook. Apparently, he's a huge asshole to people in the service industry. Like, a, like to the point where the owners were going to bar him from the establishment. No, can't respect somebody like that. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I think the only reason they have him still hooked up to machines is to try to get all 87 kids of his to <laughs> together for the. Because he has what he he he, does. Cla- he claims at least 19 or 20 of them. Yep. But there's rumors of like paternity suits that like of dozens more. He's like Genghis Khan. Yeah. Uh, or Wilt Chamberlain. The only other one that uh, I can remember is uh, the woman that played uh, Dennis and Menace's mom. Uh, oh. Also passed away. I oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All so, okay. Another episode in the books. Another one in the books. We got uh, lots of comics uh, next week. Uh, a few big ones, including the return of our creative team from Doomsday Clock. This should be a very exciting episode episode of comic book rehab next week have you read it yet i have we'll talk after the podcast i am the maestro i'm vaccinated dave 
Jimmy Kimmel almost live. And I'm triple sip, Josh. I'm vaccinated, too. Be good to each other. 